Hello and welcome to episode 132 of the Nerd Pro Quo podcast. Before we get into this little solo episode, a lot of stuff coming up. The most important two of which that you will continue to hear me plug until the actual event dates. So, uh, first one is Saturday, May 27th at 6.30 p.m. The Nerd Pro Quo podcast live is going to be happening. Please come out to that. I know a lot of you are out of town. Probably a lot of you listeners are out of town that weekend for Memorial Day weekend. But uh, we are having a little bit of a live show, a live podcast, a little bit live celebration. Uh, guests to be announced. Probably going to be a bunch of like surprise guests. But that is 6.30 p.m. There is no cover. There is a two-drink minimum. That is at Freddy's Bar and Back Room. It is in the Back Room. And that is on 5th Avenue in Park Slope, Brooklyn, between 15 and 16th Street. You can look up the actual address. It's 627 5th Avenue. But uh, it is uh, 5th Avenue between 15th and 16th Street in Park Slope, Brooklyn. And then if you can't make it on Memorial Day weekend, that Monday, uh, Nerd Pro Quo podcast or Nerd Pro Quo as a company is hosting, and I am also hosting, I am co-hosting the Nerd Pro Quo podcast live on the 27th, and then on the 29th, May 29th, at the New York uh, Distillery in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, that is, uh, we are having a Nerd Slam, a nude, nude, Nude. My God. I will get to why I'm a little bit off in a minute. Uh, but uh, that is at uh, 79 Richardson Street in uh, Williamsburg, Brooklyn. That's May 29th at 7.30 p.m. There is an open mic sign up for that. Uh, probably about uh, 10 spots open if you want to come and read a nerd poem. You are welcome to listeners to this podcast. Uh, the sign up will be going out uh, the night of, but you can pre-sign up for that at nerdproco at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on that. Uh, also, you could probably hit us up on Twitter about that as well. So that's 7.30 p.m. There is also no cover. That is also a two-drink minimum. So free live shows that nerdproco is going to be putting on that you should come check out because if enough of you come and check them out, uh, they will be hopefully becoming monthly. So we will have uh, two, uh, the hope is that we will have two monthly live shows going on, a, a live version of the podcast, as well as a uh, hosting a nerd poetry slam uh, slash, uh, just like a, I'm, I'm calling it, it's a nerd poetry slam, but I'm just calling it like a nerd slam. So there's going to be prizes, there's going to be, you know, trivia, there's going to be probably nerd-related games on both nights, as well as, I believe, on the Poetry Night, we are going to be having a feature that is to uh, TBA, that is to be announced, who the special guests are going to be for both of those nights, although... Some of that might just be a surprise on the night of. There are a lot of balls up in the air, so to speak, about that. So come check out those shows, uh, one or both of them. Uh, that is May 27th for the Nerpoco Live podcast at Freddy's Bar and Back Room in Park Slope. Or you can come to the Nerpoco Presents uh, the Nerd Slam at the New York Distillery 
Uh, and come to that, they are both free. You just, I just encourage you to buy food and or drink food at uh, Freddy's Bar and Back Room, and also drink and drink definitely at the Shanty. Uh, it's actually the Shanty, which is the bar associated with the New York Distillery. You can also go check out their website and check out the gin and whiskey that they brew. They distill right there on the location. So yeah, uh, come out to those shows. So let's uh, let's get to. There's some nerdy stuff coming up, uh, but uh, there is um, what we originally saw uh, thought. One of the reasons why I'm a little off. Some of it I won't be discussing with you. One of the things about this podcast when I do these solo episodes is deciding how much. Because I know a lot of my actual friends listen to this podcast and listen to the solo episodes and know uh, the the personal details about why sometimes I'm a little off when I record these. So they know the information. I am often debating with myself how much of that information to share with the rest of you, uh, many of whom are my friends or my friends. I like to think by extension because you listen to this podcast. Even though this podcast isn't just me, I am the uh, I am Jamie Martin. I am at Murdoch twenty two on Twitter. I am the uh, founder, so to speak, of this podcast, and and it's uh, most of the time host. But yeah, I often have a little debate of how much of my personal life I want on the internet, and or I want to tell you guys. But uh, this this isn't really deeply personal. We have a hole in the window above the doorway of our apartment, uh, me and the roommate. And uh, we, or at least I and a couple other people, originally thought that it was a bullet hole. It's actually, now that I've gotten, because I wasn't home when it happened, there was a bang, and then there was a hole in the window. But now that I've actually seen it, it is tiny, so it's most likely a BB gun shot, a BB gun pellet that went through the window, and or just some other weird thing. It is not, uh, I am convinced now, having seen it, it is way too tiny to have been an actual bullet, and a bullet would have left some evidence elsewhere in the apartment, probably in, in the ceiling of the doorway. We're all okay, just in case anyone is wondering. <laughs> let me, let me, let me, I should have started with that. Where everyone is okay. Uh, the roommate and uh, a bunch of people were home. They were having a little uh, rooftop party and they heard the bang and then everybody kind of freaked out and then there was the hole in the window. So uh, we're all, we're a little bit shaken up. I'm not as shaken up, but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact I wasn't actually home. And now that I see the actual hole, I'm like, oh, that's not a... Unfortunately, I, I have some experience <laughs> of seeing bullet holes in things, including windows. So, and I pass that on to people who have, unfortunately, more experience with bullet holes in windows. So, yeah, it's not a bullet. Uh, don't stress out everybody. It is, uh, everyone is okay. We're a little bit shaken up. Um, a little bit off because of that and some other stuff that happened yesterday. Good things and bad things. Uh, some of them just kind of threw me off my game. Some of them are thrown at like, like our job related. So I've been a little bit off this week. That's why there's a solo episode instead of a guest. 
because uh, I haven't been able to book a guest. So things that are coming up. Well, things that have already happened. So let's let's get into this a little bit. Nerd-related things. So New York Comic Con, the pre-sale went on yesterday. Uh, if you did not do fan verification last year and you did not get the email this year, uh, this year, you should get on fan verification because probably the only tickets that are still available are probably the Thursday tickets, maybe the Sunday tickets. So get on that. Go to New York Comic Con, the New York Comic Con site. Uh, just Google that. Go to their site. Sign up for the fan verification. Go through that process. I know a lot of people out there, especially like Idol fans, are very much of the opinion. It's like, oh, why can't I just get a ticket? Probably if you're an Idol fan, what you don't understand or don't realize is that there's just a shit ton it's like the biggest it's not just a comic book convention it's basically the biggest media convention in the tri-state area possibly on the entire east coast they had c2e2 happened uh over this past week see i've been to c2e2 it's put on by the same company read pop uh in some weird ways uh c2e2 in my opinion, is actually a little bit better, but I think some of that has to do with the fact that it's not New York. Uh, it's just smaller. But all the big conventions now see, uh, that Repop is doing uh, and also the ones that are not doing, like like San Diego Comic-Con, are, you know, they all have their own issues with that. So if you haven't done fan verification, uh, I don't know what the exact date for cutoff. It's very, very soon. Get on that if you haven't done it yet. And then uh, they will send you your link, uh, the link for the pre-sale. The pre-sale is over. So uh, hopefully there are some tickets left. If you haven't done fan verification, get fucking get on that if you want to go. Uh, don't be a bitch of like, bitch about like, Come on, man. It's really pop. It's a really big show. If you want to go, just like put the effort in and get on it and just do it. You might only get like, uh, they're only doing single day tickets. They are not doing, they are not doing the, uh, three and four day tickets. So you can't do that. Uh, they did thankfully, uh, lower the price of all the single day tickets. So, uh, single day tickets for the weekend, which are probably sold out now. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you all this, but uh, you uh, you should get on that if you haven't. Uh, if it's your first time going to New York Comic Con, yeah, you should get on that. Or yeah, just remember to get on it super e early for next year. Uh, the Thursday tickets are $45. All the rest of the tickets are $50. and the, Which might seem like a lot, but it's actually a reduction from last year. So yeah, uh, get on that if you haven't. Uh, so, but there was a problem. <laughs> Let me tell you about this. So they sent out the email for the pre-sale tickets, and I know myself and a couple other people signed up for pro verification, meaning like you send them, hey, here's what I do. I sent them about the podcast and what I do actually as my day job. Uh, I may or may not have phrased it the best way because I was kind of in a hurry when I did it. I probably should have taken a moment. Take a moment if you're going to do pro registration to think about what you're going to tell them about what you do. I don't know what the the process is. I do know that uh, public school teachers, I do know the process for that is, uh, I mean, you'll probably just get approved for that. So if you want to go to New York Comic Con and you happen to be a teacher in New York State, 
I think it's New York State. It might uh, it might just be New York City, but I'm pretty sure it's New York State. Uh, get on that if you're a nerd and you're a New York City or you know New York State uh, public school teacher, or even I think it's just public school teachers. But uh, yeah, if you can feel like you can justify it through like education going to Comic Con. Uh, they will approve you. From my understanding, uh, teachers are pretty much kind of automatically approved for that. Uh, so uh, get on that for next year if you haven't done that because you get discounted tickets and you, unlike uh, the rest of us chumps, can actually purchase uh, really discounted tickets and really discounted. It's a pass for the whole four days. So get on that. I was not approved. Uh, one of the things they messed up was they did a presale on Saturday and on their website it said that the pro verification was not till may 1st and i i'm sure i can't imagine i'm the only person who like emailed them and or like tweeted at them about this i kind of made a little bit of a fuss about it and it was just like hey this seems like a huge oversight so you have people who don't know whether they've been approved for pro uh, verification for pro registration to get their discounted passes uh, and your pre-sale is tomorrow, so anyone still awaiting their pro-verification who doesn't buy tomorrow will probably be screwed out of getting tickets. And, of course, they responded to that, and, you know, they got on it, and they sent out the emails pretty late. I think mine came around in and around 11.30 p.m. or something, like some ridiculous time like that. Luckily, it was a Friday, and I was up. But if you hadn't been paying attention and you were still waiting for pro verification and you didn't get like keep a close eye on your email late at night or like your work kept you from doing that, you might now be uh, if you're waiting on approval and you kind of work a job that has late hours and you couldn't or whatever, for whatever reason, couldn't check your email. You also probably got are now screwed out of tickets, but uh, or at least like weekend tickets. So there's that. Uh, so that was a major fuck up on the account of Reed Pop. I'm sure someone got fired over that. And I feel really bad for their employees who then had to go through all of the pro verification things that they hadn't already done that and, and, and like approve all of them as soon as possible late that night. Uh, so yeah, uh, Reed Pop, I'm sure you guys have learned your lesson for next year to maybe have someone paying more close attention to the dates of when your pre-sale and your pro-verification are. So, yes, uh, I did get tickets for Saturday and Sunday. I maybe would have gotten for Friday, but I felt like weekend, you know, uh, Saturday is a lot, usually when all the best panels happen, and then Sunday is my shopping day uh, that I do, and also allows me to actually work Thursday and Friday, and then just have Saturday and Sunday to go to the combo convention. So there will be coverage of that in October. Although if you know anything like last time when we did our New York Comic-Con coverage, we've, uh, Eve and me and a couple of others of us, so even me, have been a couple years in a row, and we gave you some advice. Take that advice to heart if you're listening to it now about stuff that you should do pre New York Comic Con, take definitely take that advice to heart. Um, and so there's that. Uh, New York Comic Con, uh, the pre-sale has happened. It is they sent the links out. You had to wait in a queue for a little bit. Uh, luckily, uh, I did it right on time. 
And I don't know how they figure out the line of the queue. Maybe it's alphabetical. I have no idea. But, uh, yeah. So, pre-sale happened, got tickets. We're all good on New York Comic Con for that. Uh, this other stuff that has been going on nerd-wise. So, I haven't been keeping up on trade paperbacks, so I don't really have any comic books uh, as, um, uh, f- you know... Fan, a uh, fan of uh, Fan Bros. I'm giving you guys another shout out. I, I don't know. I know LAL is giving you guys a, a shout out, but I'm giving you guys a shout out. So, uh, you know, uh, DJ Benjamin does the comics I copped. I haven't been able to do that in a while. I know LAL has been tweeting the comics I copped. I haven't actually been able because I do it in trade paper, paperback form, and I just haven't been able to do that for various uh, financial reasons that I have sort of, uh, you know, I had some. IRS problems, and then I went to Vegas. So uh, I owe money to various persons and organizations. <laughs> it's not because of gambling. It was just, you know, I spent a lot of money. And or I owe the IRS money. So, yeah, I haven't been able to buy comic books. So I have no comic book reviews for you guys. Uh, I would like to get back into it, especially because I know that Invincible is now... Uh, winding down and will be ending. And Invincible is one of my favorite books. Uh, the news on the grapevine, on the nerd sort of news, is that has it is in the preliminary stages of being adapted for either film or television, hopefully. Film, uh, or actually, honestly, me personally, what I would love to see for Invincible is an animated series. I don't especially if it's an animated series in which uh, Ryan Ottman and Cory Walker are, uh, Cory Walker being the co-creator. I hope I'm getting his last name right. I'm, pr- I'm 90% sure it's Cory Walker. I should, I have like invincible comic books somewhere nearby, but I don't want to pause and get off mic to go look for them. I'm just going to assume that it's Cory Walker. You guys can, can totally uh, yell at me if I'm wrong. And Ryan Ottman, the artist, I would love to see an animated series of Invincible in which they use Ryan Ottman's uh, and Cory Walker's art as the base. I would love to see that and have it be, uh, you know, a mature audience's, you know, TVMA or whatever animated series. I would love to see that. A live-action series, honestly, I think uh, would be... I mean, in spite of how well... They can be done with The Flash, which is kind of falling off in this last season. Uh, I'll get to maybe talking a little bit about The Flash in a moment. But, yeah, I I am skeptical of that being done well as a live-action series. As a movie, I don't think enough people know about Invincible to unless it's a fluke and you make one movie and people get really excited about it. And it bursts, you know, it, it, you know, it blows up as a movie. I think a movie and or a TV series would just be too much money and has too much of a potential to go wrong. Uh, but I would still love to say it and I'm, see it and I'm excited that they're in the preliminary talks about that. Uh, what else? I mean, I mean, let's talk about The Flash for a second. I mean, I think the Savitar, Savitar, they're finally going to reveal who he is. The uh, kind of rumor going along, around, along was that it is HR. I kind of don't think it's HR anymore, but 
as with many things on The Flash and a lot of these series, I think they've been dragging it out too long. Uh, they definitely dragged out the Who is Zoom thing for a little bit too long, in my opinion. But, the, you know, that's television. What are you going to do? Uh, I gave Supergirl a shot again. I will say that I just watch it idly. Uh, it's just, it's not bad. It's just not, it's not, I, as, as, as I've said, as charismatic as Melissa Benoit is, and I'm, I'm choosing to pronounce her last name <laughs> like it's French, Benoit, uh, balls. Sorry. That's an Archer reference. Uh, but <laughs> Benoit balls. But uh, Benquist, actually, is I think how her, how her last name, if I'm thinking about how it's actually spelled, uh, is actually, you guys can correct me on Twitter, at NerdProQuo on Twitter. Uh, not enough of you who don't actually know me personally, I think, <laughs> have been letting me know your opinions, except when I live-tweet to Flash. But uh, yeah, I think that storyline has been going on, to, uh, in spite of how, care, sorry, getting back to my actual point, like I said, a little bit off here on this Sunday afternoon that I am recording this uh, more that I will get into because there is a thing that's happening tonight that I'm very excited about and might have to do a separate podcast, a bonus podcast about uh, that I may or may not be live tweeting. I have not made that decision yet, but <laughs> got off on tangents in any event. So <laughs> as charismatic as... Melissa, who plays Supergirl, who plays Kara, is uh, as charming as she is on screen. It's just, I can't, it's way too much like pretty white people problems on that show. And I mean, that, that, I mean, all of the CW shows are guilty of that, but I just, I can't, I just, it's not enough. I'd stopped watching it. I just can't. Uh, I have been keeping up with Legends of Tomorrow, which is so cheesy. And I gotta say, I gotta, I I'm sorry. It's just, it's not a good show, but it's a not good show that I happen to enjoy because it's on right on it after the Flash. The Flash last episode was pretty decent. Uh, emo, emo Barry Allen was, was very, very amusing. I think there's a lot of things that they're playing seriously that are coming off as unintentional comedy on The Flash that uh, a lot of those storylines, even like the, the, the Killer Frost thing, by the way, uh, the actress whose name I'm drawing a blank on, who plays, uh, you know, Caitlin Snow. Caitlin Snow. God, DC in your names. Uh, <laughs> plays Killer Frost. I like her better as Killer Frost. I think she's more interesting as, Caitlin, uh, as Killer Frost than she is as Caitlin Snow, but whatever. Also, digging uh, the relationship that they were building between her and... God, I, I don't want to call him Draco Malfoy, but I have no... Tom Felton, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Tom Felton. Uh, to a certain segment of the population, you will always be Draco Malfoy. But yeah, that relationship just doesn't work. It's n totally unconvincing. There's like zero con uh, chemistry between them on screen. So I'm kind of glad that that didn't go anywhere and that she's now Killer Frost and whatever. Uh, still rooting so much for Wally West. Uh, in like that emo episode with him being catatonic and whatever, I was just like, oh, really? Really? We're we're gonna do that to Wally? All right. And once again, God, I w I'm gonna I'm going to get his name right. I I might list it in a doobly doo, but uh, the guy who plays Joe West, it continues to be the best part of that goddamn show. Uh, Beth, he's the best actor on the show, 
every scene he's in, he kind of steals uh, another guy who's just like, you know, the charisma that he brings to the screen. And he's just a he's a better actor than basically everyone else on that show. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Grant Gustin. Uh, he is beautiful. But uh, yeah, just he's the best part of that show. So that's The Flash. Uh, again, I feel like I'm bearing the lead because I think the most exciting thing that is happening nerd-wise is that the premiere on Stars of American Gods, I don't know if you guys know how, I mean, how much, uh, if you haven't read American Gods, fucking read American Gods, uh, and to a lesser extent, or to a more extent, depending on how you fall on tight narratives and everything, American Gods is a little bit more sprawling, the quote-unquote sequel with, uh, Anansi, Anansi Boys, because Anansi is a character in American Gods, uh, is a tighter book. It's a tighter story, but uh, yeah, read American Gods because it is. It really kind of messed me up, but in a good way. Reading that, a lot of the central ideas, core concepts about belief and the power of belief and uh, the history, especially a lot of things about the history of the United States and how people's belief systems, no matter who, like their background, how that all kind of came. Uh, it's very much uh, not only is about faith and religion and spirituality, but also about the immigrant experience in the United States. It's uh, all of that is kind of very intertwined and in a really, I think, great way in American Gods. So the premiere of the show American Gods is tonight on Stars at I believe at 9 p.m. I may or may not be live tweeting it. Uh, there may or may not, depending on how excited and or pissed off I am about the first episode. I may or may not be doing a bo- a bonus podcast about it uh, tomorrow, uh, which probably means it'll post Tuesday. We will see what happens with that. I'm super excited slash scared because I, I love that book. I'm sure a lot of other people are. It's the only reason why I have kept stars in cable, on my cable bill, is because... Uh, I saw that American Gods was going to be on stars. I think the casting so far, what I've seen, is fantastic. I don't know enough about the guy playing Shadow Moon to have an opinion. I kind of, in my brain, I saw saw Shadow a little bit differently. Uh, I think, weirdly, I saw him with hair. Uh, although I don't remember whether to describe whether he has hair or not in the book. So I'm really interested to see how they adapt things and uh, just the casting, the, the woman who's playing Bilquist, uh, just so excited. Uh, anytime that... Uh, oh my God, I'm having so much trouble with names today for this episode. But anytime. You can get Crispin Glover in something that he is not doing the weird side shit that he does is a good thing to me. Anytime he cares enough about playing a character, just because there's something that he brings on screen, there's just a weirdness. And the fact that he's playing Mr. World, I think, is so perfect. I love that he's the one playing uh, Mr. World. I feel ambivalent about Orlando Jones as a Nazi. Again, I would have liked... There's, I would have liked to have seen maybe someone a little bit bigger because I know he's supposed to be a little bit more of like a jolly. It's a bad way of describing it, but in the book he's more of like a jolly fat guy. So and also as an actor, I don't know what Orlando Jones is gonna bring to it. 
I had I'm I like I don't dislike him. I'm not crazy about Orlando Jones as an actor. Any of the stuff that he's been in, I think he is a good co- comedic actor. We'll see what he does with it. I don't know. I'm interested. I think Ian Machine, on the other hand, as Mr. Wednesday slash Odin is perfect. Oh my God, is he perfect? Like as soon as I saw that, I was like, I mean, I didn't really have a person. An actor, I know sometimes like when you're a nerd and you read a book and you think or like you're reading a comic book, you have a you think about who you would like to see play that character in an adaptation. And I hadn't really I kind of had thought about it, but I hadn't really like cast him. I definitely had a way that I, I, I saw him in my head when I read the book. And but as soon as I saw it was Ian McShane, I was like, oh, fuck, perfect. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the fact that Neil Neil Gaiman or Gaiman, I, I I'm I'm pretty sure it's fucking Gaiman, people. All right, uh, it's like the, I don't know, uh, the Gaiman the Gaiman Gaiman or whatever thing is kind of on a level for me, but not as contentious as the GIF GIF. I don't know why, but somehow for some reason that's the level that I treat that. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited to see what they do with it. There's been other store, you know, other shows on Stars that I've dug. I've, I mean, I one of the reasons why I was digging Stars uh, was, you know, Ash versus the Evil Dead. I love Ash versus the Evil Dead. They have pretty deep. They have a, a you know, a slate of pretty good shows and 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 then a couple others that I'm just like okay I'm I can do with whatever but when I heard American Gods I was like okay I'm keeping stars I I I absolutely need to see this I just elbowed the mic <laughs> yeah there's a little spike on the audio for uh when I elbowed the mic so I'm really excited about that I feel like as much as so this is an interesting thing when in fandom when you live tweet stuff I definitely live tweet flash because, you know, I feel like I can focus on the show and still come up with stuff, you know, jokes and commentary on The Flash. One of the reasons why there are shows like uh, Legion where I would, I would, I kind of would like, like I have the, I would have Twitter open when I was watching Legion, but Legion is one of those shows, I mean, you kind of have to watch the episodes twice, and I felt like, oh no, I need to actually focus on this. So I can't be live tweeting. I feel we'll see the way the first episode goes, but I also feel how attached I am to uh, the characters. I had the same debate when Preacher came on of whether, but that was you know they're commercials, so I can you know there was some time in between the commercials where I could get my rage out about the whole. I still am a little bit angry, although the way that Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg have explained that. I'm curious to see if there's a second season. I'm assuming there's going to be a second season. I'm curious to see where that goes and what they're going to do with that. So, because they were saying that the first season was like a prequel. So, I will have Twitter open during American Gods, I guess. Uh, Stay tuned to AdNerdProCo on Twitter. Uh, I mean, stay tuned to uh, AdNerdProCo on Twitter anyway, because there's going to be... I'm going to be posting some stuff that's going to be what used to be the bucket of crap. And then people <laughs> very, very astutely pointed out to me that calling it the bucket of crap was crap. 
I should call it the bucket, and I have changed it to the bucket of awesome, the bucket of awesome, the things that are going to be in the bucket of awesome, you know, vinyl, trade paperbacks, books, possibly a couple of t-shirts and some tchotchke type shit. I shouldn't even say shit. Tchotchke type prizes and stuff. I'm going to be posting those in the next coming weeks in anticipation of the show on the 27th and the show on the 29th. So stay tuned to at, at NerdProQuo. Follow us at, at NerdProQuo on Twitter. Uh, stay tuned to that. I know I keep saying there's going to be stuff going up on the YouTube channel. And every time I say that, I, I, I block out nights. I block out time to do that. And then something comes up in my life, uh, in my either my personal life or like my work life. And then I just can't. I don't get to do that. I am working on a couple. Uh, there's at least one major project that I am working on that is not nerd-related. There will be probably some news about that before the end of the summer. It might be... Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to tease what it might be. Uh, it There will be nerd elements in it, but... It is not explicitly a nerd-related thing, so I I I feel it's weird. Again, like the the distinction between what I should tell you guys that is going on with me personally and stuff that I'm working on that is not nerd-related. So I end up being purposely and sometimes, as some people have told me, annoyingly vague about this. I have to be for now. But yes, American Gods, super excited about that. Uh, Flash, not as excited about that. Super excited about Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which is coming out next week. There will probably be a review coming out the following week because that's just the way these things work in scheduling. You know, because we see it the opening weekend and it's not like we can do, uh, we're not doing, we don't get preview screen screenings yet. Although that might be happening, oh, you know what, let's not jinx it, but but yeah, that's definitely something that may be happening in the future, so we'll have, you know, pre you know, reviews of it ahead of time, like a lot of the people who you guys probably uh, follow, but yeah, that, a review of that will be coming out probably the following week, so there's Guardians... There is Thor. There is Wonder Woman, which they finally, you know, released another fucking preview of. A lot of people were just kind of like, so we got the Justice League preview. We got all this Guardians promotion. But uh, uh, Wonder Woman, which is coming out a lot sooner, like June 2nd, the weekend of June 2nd, or just we're just nothing for like two months. Just nothing for that. Which, you know, when you're, Sort of, you know, social justice-minded, you know, mildly or strongly social justice-minded. It kind of makes you raise an eyebrow, which, I, I honestly, like, it had the potential to actually be something that actually hypes people for Justice League, because now a lot of people are just kind of meh about Justice League. So... They're kind of they're they're more excited about just Jason Momoa 
just being in Justice League than they are as the uh, the movie as a whole. And to just, I don't know, maybe I, DC and Warner Brothers have never been good about this. I don't want to say never, but they've, as of the past couple of years, have been terrible about this, like super promoting, like judging what they should be promoting, judging it. It gives the impression that they don't have a lot of faith or don't have as much faith or they're assuming people are more excited, will get more excited about Justice League than they will about Wonder Woman. And I think that's a mistake. Uh, I think they should be promoting the shit out of Wonder Woman because I, uh, from everything that I've seen and read and from that cast, it looks like it has the potential to actually be kind of a saving grace to the crap storm that has been the DC movie cinematic universe as of late. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm super excited about that. Super excited about Thor Ragnarok. The mo- I mean, they released that, that teaser preview and got everybody super excited. Uh, it seems like, number one, Kate Blanchett as Hela. I'm all about that. Kate Blanchett in anything. Kate Blanchett all day, every day. Kate Blanchett for me is what previously was Tilda Swinton on this podcast. Tilda Swinton, at least until the kind of promotion mess and the commentary fuckery that was the pre-Doctor Strange controversy or whatever. Although Doctor Strange actually ended up being a really enjoyable movie. She was fine as the ancient one. A lot of that got blown out of proportion, in my opinion, but, yeah, just on the basis of that, I'm all about, like, uh, okay, now, I mean, Kate Blanchett, for me personally, was always above Tilda Swinton, but we, we kind of had established very early on in this podcast that uh, our spirit animal, so to speak, would be Tilda Swinton. I feel like our spirit animals, plural, now that they are both in Thor movies or in the Thor lore, our spirit animals for this podcast should be uh, Idris Elba and Kate Blanchett. I feel like those are our spirit animals for this podcast, or Idris Elba at Kate Blanchett. In fact, I'm claiming that for now, is that our spirit animals, our quote-unquote official spirit animals, uh, actor spirit animals, what a weird phrase. What a weird thing that I'm going into here. Whatever. R.K. Blanchett and Indra Selba. So, yeah. And they're both going to be in Thor. Ragnarok. It looks like Indra Selba with what looks like dreadlocks. And I am all for that as well. I'm all for Indra Selba being in anything. But that's uh, <laughs> I from what I saw in the preview. But it also looks like, uh, you know, uh, Corey Waikatiki got... Damn it. I I had it. I had it five minutes ago, and I'm just, I'm, oh, God, I'm terrible with names now. Uh, I had it in my brain, and then when I get to actually say it on mic, I fucked it up. But it looks like his uh, sense of humor and everything fra, uh, has definitely permeated Thor Ragnarok, and that, uh, from what little I've seen of the preview, and that looks to be a great thing. So yeah, uh, excited about Thor Ragnarok, of course, next year. We have Black Panther. We have all that stuff. 
actually, even though I do not trust Freeform as a network in any way, shape, or form, I have not watched the Mortal Instruments series. Uh, maybe it's good. I have no idea. Generally speaking, YA stuff, I don't. I mean, I'll idly watch it, but whatever in general. But uh, it looks cool. It looks the preview for Cloak and Dagger is what I'm getting to. Uh, the preview for Cloak and Dagger, which is going to be on Freeform, looks cool. Looks like a Netflix Looks more like a Netflix production than it looks like something that Freeform we're putting on. So I'm excited about that. You know, Cloak and Dagger as characters. There's a lot of potential there. Be, uh, but again, there's characters who were created in a certain point in time. So definitely in their comic book history, there's some fuckery. Definitely some race fuckery. Uh, definitely some gender fuckery, but, you know, kind of re-envisioning that a little bit and who those characters kind of become, have become in the comic books, I feel, I mean, they, they belong in the Netflix universe. I feel like they more belong in the Defenders universe. That being said, the preview looks cool. There is a lot of potential there to have a really, really good show. Marvel, as uh, their non-comic book part uh, stuff, have you know they've been knocking it out of the park. They've been fantastic on the comic book end. The head of Marvel, as many of you have probably read, has been reported on other podcasts. Has said some stupid, questionable shit. We will probably, honestly, get into that in uh on the live podcast because i believe justin Wu is coming in uh to co-host that show so we'll probably we're most likely going to get into that in the live podcast there like we're like i said we're still in the negotiation i'm still in the negotiations to see who the special guest slash guests are going to be but that's definitely something that we're going to be discussing uh probably hold off on that into uh live podcast is there anything else? Let's see. Uh, there is going to be more episodes of Anime Nostalgia coming up. I have been catching up on episodes of Naruto and episodes of One Punch Man and episodes of Kenshin and episodes of Hunter Hunter. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, there will be more episodes of that coming they've just had to be spaced out because there's more like uh, uh exciting eventful nerd things happening and that is you know that's basically shows that all of you have basically have seen there it's not particularly timely it is definitely like a nostalgia thing so we will be coming back to that oh as a side note so glad that ghost in the shell flopped so glad so glad so fucking glad and just hoping that uh watching as i have called it i think it's called the rough night or rough night which is basically in my opinion from what i've seen from the preview it is the bachelorette party i'm hoping uh with scarlett johansson uh co-written and co-starring uh, Alana Glazer from from oh my god Broad City, 
So I'm excited about that. It looks like it's very bad things, except with women, which I am all for. Uh, a lot of people have as like, oh, it's this, it's this idea or this movie, but we've changed the gender of everybody. Uh, I mean, I'm not. It's not a remake or rehashing of very bad things, but I just think the idea. People, I mean, people are saying, oh, it's the Hangover, you know, except it's a bachelorette party. It's like I disagree. From what I've seen from that preview, it looks much more like. Very bad things because they accidentally kill a hooker. If you haven't watched the preview, you should. I'm not spoiling anything. You should watch the preview for that. It's a fantastic cla- uh, cast, and I'm hoping watching that washes the stink of uh, Scarlett Johansson, uh, the fuckery of her commentary on playing uh, Matoko Kasanagi and the whole Ghost in the Shell debacle. I hope it washes the stink uh, uh, off of that. And yeah, uh, one more thing, one more recommendation that I'm going to throw out to you guys before uh, I end this solo episode, which is actually going on a lot. There was a lot of shit to talk about, so it's gone on longer than I expected it to. But uh, one more uh, recommendation, if you can track it down, it has been in rotation on the HBO channels, but you can probably, if you look around, you could probably find it. I don't know if it's on Netflix. I'm going to check tonight, but uh, a really entertaining movie. Uh, with Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick, which I, whom I have a massive crush on and cannot get enough of. Uh, Anna Kendrick, not Sam Rockwell. Although, hey, listen, my queer self has no problems with Sam Rockwell either. either. It's just that, okay. So the movie's called Mr. Right. It's a romantic comedy which uh, in which uh, Sam Rockwell plays in a quote-unquote ex-assassin although he's technically still like a hitman and there's it has all of the all of the tropes all of like the meet cute like charming kind of witty dialogue that you've come to expect slash maybe hate in a romantic comedy but then it's filtered through the fact that like he's a hitman and she's kind of uh, her own little disaster, and it's totally carried. Like the two stars, Anna Kendrick and Sam Rockwell, are so fantastic in it. So track down Mr. Wright, uh, watch it. It's a lot of fun. I've hi- I'd highly recommend it. And uh, there's a cameo, a guy who plays another hitman in it, uh, by by RZA. I'm pretty sure it's RZA. My God, like I said, I am a little bit off. I'm 90% sure that Rizzo was the guy behind the uh, Man with the Iron Hands, which was terrible, by the way, and then he made a sequel. I do not doubt his love and his enthusiasm for the Shaw Brothers and Kung Fu movies, but uh, God, Man with the Iron Fist was a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. Whatever. Uh, he makes a cameo as a hitman in Mr. Right, and he is actually really great. I think he's actually a lot better when he's just a cameo character than when he is the star and when he's, like, running things. Uh, he has he was a great cameo uh, in Californication. He's a great cameo in this movie. So check out Mr. Right. Uh, check out American Gods tonight on Stars at 9 p.m. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, hit us up on at NerdProQuo. Follow us at NerdProQuo on Twitter, Facebook.com. NerdProQuo. Uh, that is it, I believe, for this episode. Stay nerdy, y'all.